Hey budding lawyers welcome to the podcast today we are going to have a chat with advocate samiksha pandey miss samiksha is an advocate practicing in the delhi high court and she is currently working also working as a prevention of sexual harassment at work posh consultant hi samiksha how are you doing hi i am good i hope the same for you it's a yeah. privilege to be here today yeah and it's great to have people from you know diverse experience like i was searching for something related to this like posh consultancy and all and you, i found your profile so uh, it's great to have you too um let's start i would first like to know about your work as a posh consultant do you only advise on laws related to posh or there is more to it see uh, the first step for every law is like legal aid that what you should do if you are in any kind of first place or anything is happening to you what is the first reaction or action which you should take this so it is more like sometimes people uh, come and they are not aware about what to do so they are like more of like that we should file a case if something has happened and which has made them uncomfortable in the workplace or anywhere so we are here to give a guidance that first it is an internal matter you have to take it to an internal committee the mm. discussion will take place both the sides will be heard so it's more of like telling them the correct procedure at the correct time to save their time their uh, purpose and whatever they are facing in that okay. current mm-hmm. so it's more of like first legal aid then we help them with the procedure and then uh, whatever results are out as per the report is made and then the procedure ends hmm so you start with uh, advising and then yeah. you move on with the procedure and all yeah. uh so this uh, the word sexual harassment it is used a lot uh, everywhere now yes <laughs> so let's let's understand the meaning of that word uh, first so please help us understand what sexual harassment exactly is with the help of some simple examples yeah actually uh, basically i just want to uh, discuss that uh, it has come up on vishakha guidelines this is a landmark case on which yeah. it is completely based the entire mm-hmm. law is based. every law student must know this obviously <laughs> uh, yeah this is a must like vishakha guidelines is something when we are discussing posh we cannot ignore the vishakha guidelines so as you said uh, sexual harassment what it includes so i would like to take it from vishakha guideline itself to make it like very specific that what it stands for when we talk about sexual harassment so it includes as unwelcome sexually determined behavior like being too friendly or messaging at odd hours maybe because you know you have a vibe of a person talking to you and i think this instinct is inbuilt in both the genders that what is right and what is wrong so if something is making you uncomfortable or it is at the wrong hour maybe 9 to 5 is the office hour hmm. now someone is messaging you at 7:30 or 8:30 and being unfriendly in an unusual manner that person behaves in the office or maybe he or she is so those are the kind of acts which are taken into consideration Uh, okay. when we are defining this term hmm. that what is sexual harassment hmm. so it is an unwelcome physical verbal or non verbal conduct of sexual nature okay. maybe if you have uh, you have known some person who is of colorable language hmm. 
that there mm. are always two meanings of those terms which they are using mm. and you are not uh, taking it in a positive way or you are not feeling comfortable because you know the vibe you know the professional vibe you know the friendly vibe you know who care for you who is your family so obviously the vibe always speaks and it belongs from the professional relation to personal interpersonal bond that how one should behave with you when you are there on the table sitting with them yeah sometimes people tend to overthink see we this is like this act has to go a long way in terms of gender neutrality because it doesn't only happen to women in workplace but also to men to be very mm. fair but the act has come up to protect women which is a good part of it but then it has to find its gender neutral aim at the end of the day so mm. whenever i'm discussing posh i always tend to make a point that is it should be gender neutral and uh, like the people who are working at the base of it are working in terms of being gender neutral so i will never negate at any step that it doesn't happen to men but yes this act is gender specific and this act save a particular gender okay so, so but it has a long way to go in terms of progression currently we don't have this uh, some similar law like this for men yeah we don't have we ha- i somehow this act has presumed that it only happens to women at work and not okay. to men okay but we all know the society is always two way path mm, and sure. it happens to men and women equally mm, mm, so mm. basically the sexual harassment at a workplace is considered like violation of a woman's right to equality life and liberty for example the simplest way if you see that if a woman is making a lot of money or she is a at a higher position than her male counterparts mm. so it is the first impression what comes that she must be knowing someone <laughs> she <laughs> must be friendly with someone and not that she is capable of being there in first place or she mm. deserves to be there because sometimes the societal setup or the societal mindset works in a way that she must be knowing someone so so these are the events from where the violation of equality actually starts because if you see today a man and a woman are equally educated so i think a woman also deserves the same place where she wants to be as much as a man does so it is this is a basic example that when we see the promotion of a woman what we think about her from there only violation starts <laughs> that mm. uh, how she has reached that position and what she has achieved in terms of her education or in terms of her social networking because i think it is not only about men in today's world to be connected with the society and uh, making friends and making uh, professional relations but also for women and it is equally benefiting both the genders in their careers hmm. so it has to go neutral i mean that uh, an ambitious man is a good man but an ambitious woman has a counterpart that okay she is looking after her family or not <laughs> so uh, i think when we are talking about neutral it has to be neutral for both the genders in all the terms hmm hmm okay so this is a basic example where i will suggest that okay inequality starts or uh, and a laid back attitude is there so it creates an insecure and hostile work environment which discourages women's participation for example if you see in corporate world there are sometimes clauses that okay she should not be married she should not be starting a family there are in a, like not yeah. in very recent but in uh, earlier yeah, times it, there used to be this I've, kind I've of heard, clauses i've heard 
obviously mm. not mm. in unorganized labor sector but even hospitals have uh, internal complaint committee corporate houses have so yeah. it is a uh, like very much into establishment so it is a balanced committee of a male member and female member in order to avoid any kind of unbalanced opinion or unbalanced uh, report mm. then we implement a well drafted posh policy now in uh, drafting a posh policy i must suggest that there are many online already formats given for posh policy and many companies are tend to just cut copy paste the same mm. without think that it is implying or it is uh, valid for their company or not mm. so i always suggest that have a format for inference that how it has to be uh, drafted but it has to be very specific to your own organization yeah because ngos have different setup corporate houses have different setup law firms have different setup so you just cannot cut copy paste everything from yeah. internet internet has made it so easy that people have stopped thinking after a while yeah. that like, they don't, just take don't it from do, there. yeah don't don't make agreements like some lawyers do like just copy yeah paste. yeah <laughs> i mean after a point i have started uh, distinguishing that okay from where it has been cut copy and paste because i have seen it so many times yeah that it is the same the clauses are same people don't even tend to take an effort to change the numbering so after posh huh. policy once you have made it then we have to see that what how it has sexual harassment or conduct has to be treated now there is a very thin line between sexual harassment and misconduct hmm. it might be in the heat of the situation that something must have been said not meaning to something so this there is a very thin line which we have to see that what is sexual harassment and what is not everything cannot be sexual harassment and hmm. everything cannot fall in the otherwise group also for example uh, recently i uh, dealt with like uh, someone came to me for an advisory uh, related to post they said uh, the lady said that they have called me of pichda jaat or something Hmm. so we went into an investigation and there was a committee obviously internally set so it was like it came out that there was a discussion on majority and minority hmm. and there something came up and this term was used now obviously if you will pick up the term alone it is derogatory but hmm. if you see the context it was an open discussion people were open to put up ideas Hmm. there were two three people discuss discussing something about that so okay. you have to be very specific and you have to be very open minded just that there is a claim that there is sexual harassment you cannot go oh, closing your eyes that okay it is there you hmm. have to oh, see making law is very easy okay implementation is a bit harder but the most important thing is interpreting law that in what terms you are interpreting laws are never standard you have to interpret it for each instance whatever case is coming to you you will interpret the law accordingly so you have to be very specific that okay what was good and what was bad so after that to display the consequences of sexual harassment so the employer will be displaying the consequence that acha aapke sath ye ye hua kya ya aapne aisa feel kiya ya kuch hua to ek detailed discussion hoga unke sath 
पर टू सेंसिटाइज एम्प्लॉयज रिगार्डिंग सेक्शुअल हेरासमेंट एट वर्क प्लेस फिर एक कभी कभी सेटअप भी होते हैं जहाँ पे ट्रेनिंग फॉर सेक्शुअल हेरासमेंट दैट वॉट इज एंड वॉट इज नॉट दैट इज पॉस्ट ट्रेनिंग ओनली विच वी डू टू प्रिपेयर द एनुअल रिपोर्ट so the employers uh, are asked to prepare an annual report that how many such cases have been registered in your organization okay within an year okay. and then to assist the employee in reporting the incident of sexual harassment mm. so these are the steps in which the employer works so you said that the internal committee is there it, this is formed by the employer right so yeah. uh, when does your role uh, as a lawyer come into place after a, a complaint is filed uh, is yeah. is your lawyer also part of the internal committee see uh, when we talk about internal committee it is internal committee of that particular organization hmm. so the only organization be, uh, yeah. people will ha huh. yeah so we might be guiding the process that how it is working and how it should be done and how a report has to be made and submitted but we don't play an active role till the complainant decide to go to the court and file a case hmm in posh internal uh, policy and in posh internal uh, system lawyers don't play a very active role only the legal advisor of the company have a role to play and to see that it is done in a proper manner not an outside lawyer okay. so already companies have their legal advisors who have to deal with the legal issues so they only go ahead with it and if they need any guidance we provide or if they need training we provide otherwise it is an internal uh, process until report has been submitted that whether it was or it was not or, or whether the or if the complainant uh, herself decide to go to the court and file a case that it was okay the investigation is also done by the internal committee right yes so basically what happens that a presiding officer so the complaint committee is headed by a woman only employed at a senior level at workplace hmm. and two representatives from employees committee to the cause of women or have experience in social work or having legal knowledge become member of that company hmm. so these are all employees of the company itself okay and sometimes they take one member amongst the ngo and all but that is not a very rigid point to follow so if uh, if there is a complaint made against a member of the internal committee or the legal advisor then how is the investigation done see the committee is not a solid committee it i think it keeps changing the members keep changing okay yeah but if so the complaint is filed when the member is in the internal committee then see the process is standard in both the uh, the cases the process is standard that he will back out from the committee and then the process of posh will take place as per acha so he he has yeah. to step out of the committee yeah 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 hmm. the responsibility so okay then uh, after the investigation the uh, i think the decision is taken by by the committee and then if uh, the victim is not satisfied with the decision then he can uh, there may, may must be a procedure to appeal to some other court right yeah hmm. that is true actually both the parties are given a chance to file their side it is not like that victim is taken into consideration even uh, who has been blamed with it uh, is hmm. given a chance to 
file his side that what he was really doing and what it was and if it is satisfactory then we look into and decide that it is or it is not a sexual harassment case but the if the reply is not satisfactory and uh, then we go ahead with the uh, legal procedure hmm. okay so uh, nowadays as we are working from home most of us so yeah. do these laws also apply to employees working from home I guess yes. Yes. Hmm. When you see uh, the like the definition of the employer uh, working from home also is uh, included in that. So for like if you see the internal committee for work virtual place ready hmm. is like challenging times in these challenging times so there is a dedicated email ID that is online mechanism for employees to file a sexual harassment complaint if there is any. Mm-hmm. And then there is a standard operating procedure for virtual inquiries that they will file a complaint. Then within a, a limited time period, uh, a reply will be filed from the other party. And then the confidential cloud system to document for statements and evidence filed to enable virtual signing and confidentiality agreements for online redressal are there. Okay. Big companies are following this procedure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, uh, people who are self-employed, like doctors, CAs, or lawyers yeah. like us, uh, we are not an organization, but we do have a small office and few colleagues. So, in that case, uh, will they be covered here too? Uh, yes. Basically, there have to be minimum uh, ten to twelve people in a company working, and where you ha- need to have a posh committee set up. But even apart from not having a porch committee, because uh, it is in law office, not uh, like 10 to 12 people if they are not there, or only five to six associates are there, then also the situation may happen. So they can, in that case, uh, take a help and legal advisory from the, uh, uh, like any posh expert that how to go ahead with it. And then an external committee will be formed in that case. Achha, okay. So external committee may then the members will be from the society See, then like the experts. members yeah like from legal field only but hmm. obviously since you don't have an internal committee then the posh expert might help in forming a committee a balance committee and lead the process okay so uh, samisha you have been into litigation for more than 3 years i guess and then yeah. you took this posh training is there any specific reason behind it motivation or something uh, basically i think that uh, when we talk about uh, rights and laws in terms of gender we always talk tend to talk about a specific gender mm. we don't have neutral advocates advocating for human rights if there are men lawyers then they will be advocating men rights if they are women advocates they will be advocating feminism so we really need balanced advocates who try to balance out both the gender we okay. are not fighting with each other we have to help each other out face whatever circumstances we are being facing mm-hmm. so i think gender neutrality has always been something which i have advocated that okay if it is happening to women it is happening to men as well and if it is happening to men it can happen to women as well so i think a balanced society is only the way to go we cannot hear it each other and live in the same society right 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 <laughs> yeah yeah 
So I think gender neutrality is something which I advocate and I work as per that only. That is the aim. Mm-hmm. So that is something uh, you kept in mind and that's why you took the train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to study Porsche in order to know that how it can work in gender neutral way because once I started reading it, then only I came, understood that it has to be for men also. And I advocate as that only that we we are giving the same procedures for men as well if there are any problems. Though there are rarely any complaints coming from that gender, obviously. But then uh, we are open to if there are any such issues that they also have a place to go to. Mm-hmm. Do you see any such law coming in future? Uh, like, do you have, know any policymakers working on it? See, we advocate in such a way, but right now, I don't think there is any amendment coming in the near future. But we mm-hmm. hope that one day, obviously, it will become gender neutral. Okay. Uh, thanks, Samiksha. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. I just forgot one very important question which is very unique to our podcast. Uh, yeah. Please share an incident from your career which is very memorable to you. Okay, there have been various instances which have been very memorable and uh, in terms of litigation when I will say that it has been very fulfilling in terms of advisory. When you advise someone and it works for them, there is a sense of satisfaction in you that okay, you are learning and you are growing and you know what is working for people out there. So Mm -hmm. I think legal advice is very satisfactory Mm -hmm. in terms of when your clients are happy and right now I am into academics as well so there is one incident that when I do student mentoring and when I mentor them that how to go for internships how Mm. to choose their field of expertise so I think these are few instances which like uh, give a lot back to me in terms of satisfaction that okay whatever I have learned somewhere I'm trying to give it back to the society Okay, thanks Samiksha for this informative conversation and sharing your experience with us. My pleasure to be here today and it was like a really very good session I must say. Yeah, and thank you all for listening to this podcast. If if this episode added some value to you, then please share this episode with your friends. And also, um, you can listen or watch other episodes available here and follow us here so that you don't miss out a new episode. Thank you.